Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarive. Very excited to continue our talks on content marketing, part two. And today we're talking to Matt Fleming, who's executive producer at ContentWorks, which is Post Media's content studio. Enjoy the conversation. Hi, Matt, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, David. It's, uh, thanks, uh, thanks for having me on. Could you um, introduce yourself, I guess, and, and tell us a little bit about uh, what you do? Sure. Uh, so I'm the executive producer for ContentWorks, which is uh, Post Media's um, native content studio. So we produce articles, videos, uh, photos, infographics. Um, we're essentially a full-service content studio um, for uh, Post Media's clients. And uh, my responsibility is for Western Canada, and uh, I've got a team of uh, content producers across Western Canada, as well as lots of freelancers, videographers, photographers, writers, and uh, other subject matter experts that, uh, that I work with as well. So essentially, we can create um, high-quality content uh, on, on any number of topics, and uh, that basically... Um, not only achieves the um, marketing goals of our clients, but also is um, high quality content that our readers want to engage with. Now, um, it's, it, it's impressive work that you do, and we've, um, we've at Phoenix Group used you before. Can you give me a sense of the breadth, like you talk about infographics to video to, um, to writing? What, what is the breadth of native advertising, or is that all considered native advertising? Yeah, I mean, it's all like we could use all of those different aspects in in a single story, and it's all those are all essentially tools in in telling the client story and in conveying the uh, the message that uh, that we want to get across to our readers. So uh, we could create a single story page that has um, that has one or even several videos that we produce um, ourselves um, uh, with photos that we've. Uh, had our, our photographer take, um, and, and as well, um, with, uh, it presented in a dynamic content type of, uh, story page that is put together by, um, by our designers. So, um, essentially they're all kind of just tools for, for, um, conveying that storytelling. Is there, is there a difference between, are they just different terms like native advertising, sponsored content, advertorial, are those all the same thing? <laughs> Uh, well, so advertorial is a word that we don't really like to use anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, advertorial, um, I think that a lot of people kind of, they imagine something that's kind of tacky and cheesy that, uh, that they've really seen. Really salesy, maybe. Yeah, overly salesy, explicitly salesy. Um, it probably still has the look of a newspaper article, but that's the style of writing is, is more explicitly salesy. Mm-hmm. Um, so native advertising, the word native uh, it refers to the fact that the content is native to the rest of the editorial content. So, for example, um, you know, a story that a, a sponsored story that we produce in the Vancouver Sun is native to the rest of the newspaper. So, it's um, you know that it, it is it has the, the look and feel of of editorial content, and of course, it's um, it's labeled and it has a disclaimer so that um, you know our readers know what they're reading. Um, but otherwise, it's a very similar experience to um, the other content that that um, 
readers will see on the rest of uh, the post media network. And, um, and then sponsored essentially means that the client has, has had the chance to um, approve the content. Um, so they've, the process, the way the process normally works is we would sit down with a client at the, at the, at the beginning after the, uh, after the, the, the order has been booked um, and we determine their goals and, uh, and their key points, their key messages. We talk about ways to um, create content that's going to be interesting to our readers. And, and then we go out and we, we shoot the videos, we write the stories and sponsored means that the client gets to sign off on the direction and they also get to sign off on the content before it's published as well. So um, that's what it means for us. I think it can mean different things for different publishers, but um, that's what it means for us. We also have another category called presented by, which is essentially directed editorial. So that means that the client gets to decide what the topic is, but they don't get to decide who we interview and they don't get to see the content before it's published. So you could do a directed editorial on uh, like a, as an example, I would say, okay, I'm a dog food uh, manufacturer and I want some kind of dog content, maybe, uh, you know, care for your dog or something to that effect. Yeah. And usually in that case, the client just wants to advertise next to relevant content and they, they want their name connected to, to content that's relevant to, people that could be their, their customers. Um, like one example is we did a, a, a directed editorial series for Aeroplan and um, most of the content was just travel content. So um, they didn't have any, um, they didn't have any uh, sign off on, on the story or anything on the, on the content. Um, so yeah, it's essentially an arrangement that works for some clients. Um, but I think oftentimes we have some clients that um, that they 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 like the idea of of the presented by model, but ultimately in the end we find when we're working with clients, um, even if if they may say at the beginning of um, of the process that they're fine not having a sign off on the end, but um, you, you really have to be very sure with clients that they're okay with kind of giving up um, creative control. Um, of the project and, and the fact that they won't get to see it before it's published. So um, that can that's, be that's, a little bit. That's the presented by editorial material. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now in native advertising, do you have sign off on that? Uh, so yeah, native advertising is kind of like a, I guess for us, it's um, it's a term that encompasses sponsored content presented by content as well as um we would just label it as an advertisement. That means that the client has just supplied the content to us. Oh, okay. We, we haven't done, we haven't written anything. We will copy edit it and, and lay it out and, and create the story pages. And oftentimes we um, create the, the headlines and, and the social media copy as well uh, to drive readers to that content. Um, but all of those, those three categories kind of all live under the umbrella of uh, native native content or native advertising. So you talked about this trying to be, uh, I guess, visually, you want it to be a similar experience. And I suspect you want that as well from the content for the viewer, the reader to kind of um, not maybe be pushed too hard. Is it, or, or what kind of stories work 
the best, do you think? Well, the stories that work the best are the ones that are already, that are on topics that are already hot button topics. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, because ultimately the goal is to drive, um, our, our goal is to drive readers to, to the story page. We want to get as many reads as possible. We want people to spend time with the content. So if, if the content is about something that readers are already really interested in, then, um, uh, then the engagement tends to be much higher. There'll be more comments on Facebook. There will be, um, we'll, we'll see more time spent on the story page. Um, we'll see more shares um, on social. Uh, it, everything just kind of tends to perform better when it's something that, that our readers are already interested in. Um, and ultimately, if we can tell a story, uh, a compelling story, um, you know, a lot of times we do, we do a lot of sponsored content for charities. Charities um, are really great clients for this kind of thing because, for example, hospitals or, um, uh, you know, organizations like Can- Canadian Cancer Society, um, the ALS Society, things like that, you know, they often have, um, you know, fundraising goals and they often have really great heartwarming stories for us to tell that convey the need um, for donations and, and also convey the, the great work that they do. So um, that's, that's stuff that um, our readers tend to be very open to. Um, they tend to be really interested in. Um, and, uh, and, and whenever we work with those clients, we always you know, want to make sure that we find kind of the best, most compelling story that we can. And we present it in a way that, uh, that, um, readers are going to want to engage with. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, ultimately what we're really about is, is, is storytelling and, uh, creating compelling stories. And for certain types of clients, it's more difficult than others, but, um, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what we do is we, we find a way to make things interesting and we find angles to make people interested in, in what, uh, our clients want to convey. And are those, um, are those typically found around the edges? Like I'm trying to think, um, and maybe it would vary from your client to client, but is it that interesting to hear a, you know, a story about the business itself? Well, <clears throat> again, it depends on what the objectives of the, the client are and who, the, who they're trying to reach. Um, when it's a very broad reach, when it's something like a charity, then obviously um, the strategy is going to be different than it would be where we have uh, a startup that's looking for investors. Um, in that case, you know, the targeting, uh, our targeting on social media and um, our on-network ad drivers, which is essentially um, headlines that you see on, on our network, on VancouverSun.com, on, on Star Phoenix, um, those, those headlines that you see that, that, that are meant to drive readers to, um, to the story page. So the, the goal with, um, when we're trying to get people to invest, you know, we're, we're targeting, we're targeting investors and we're targeting an investor audience and people who are interested in those topics. And, um, and it, but it's still storytelling, right? It's still finding a way to, um, to put something in the headline or on social media that's going to, to attract those readers. And, um, oftentimes it's, you know, trying to pick out the most compelling details and, um, and, uh, you know, using that in order to, to garner interest in a story. 
What do you find to be the biggest challenge in, in getting effective native content? Well, I think there's, there's a variety of, there's different types of challenges. I think, um, sometimes we have clients that want to rewrite our stories Mm -hmm. and, um, we have clients who, um, they want the language of our articles to be the same as their marketing materials. Mm-hmm. Um, they want, and, and what we always tell our clients is that, um, you know, while we're completely transparent and, you know, we label our stories and we have disclaimers that, that make it clear that what readers are reading is, is paid content. Um, you know, we don't want to, we don't want the experience for readers to be like reading sales material. And, um, that can be very difficult, especially when you're dealing with, a larger organization where you're dealing with a communications person who works for a vice president who only has a little bit of time to, to, um, to spend giving direction on a story and approving the the content before it's, it's published. So, um, you know, getting pushback from clients where they essentially want to, to make it into more kind of salesy, a salesy story. Um, that's, that's definitely a challenge. How do you convince them otherwise? Well, it's, it's not always easy because as I mentioned, <laughs> um, because oftentimes we're not dealing with the decision maker, mm-hmm. um, in those types of situations. So I think what my message normally is to them is that you're going to get better return on investment. If you, if you do it our way, mm-hmm. if, um, you allow us, the content experts to, um, to phrase things in a certain way. Um, you know, to, to write headlines, you know, you know, we're good at writing headlines that that people want to read. So I think that's ultimately, we tell them that the, you know, we remind them that the goal here is for the content to be native. And, and then the goal is also to, to get as many people reading the story as possible. And, you know, we want to remove any barriers or um, any unnecessary reminders that, what their what readers are reading is is uh, you know paid content. Mm-hmm. And I was I'm sorry I interrupted you, but did, were there other challenges that you or bigger challenges? Um. Well, I mean, I think that's probably the main one. I mean, yeah. and obviously, you know, some some clients have you know really interesting stories to tell, and some clients are, it's more difficult. You know, it's and it, or it's very niche and. Uh, and we need to find a way to, to kind of jazz it up or, or we need to dig a little deeper to find, to find the, um, our, our story angle. Um, sometimes, you know, it's, it's already right there. It's easy. Um, you know, we did something for one of the hospitals here where, um, there was a young man who was walking down the street with his friend and he got stabbed in the heart by a random passerby. And he was rushed to the hospital and they, they saved him. He managed to survive. Um, and we got enormous, we got enormous engagement on that and, and tons of shares. And um, it was a, a very big success for, um, for that hospital. So um, that, that campaign did really well. And, and then sometimes we do something for, you know, um, furnaces, home furnaces. And then, you know, there's a little bit, you know, we have more work to do there essentially and mm-hmm. in order to find, to find a compelling angle. 
Can you, can you brag a bit about your content uh, team? Like what, what kind of background um, do they come from and, and what makes a great creator? Well, um, so essentially most of the writers that we work with are former journalists and, um, and you know, a lot of them are, are really experienced and they, they're subject matter experts um, they, they know how to work with clients and to give the clients what they want. And they know how to, f- to kind of, to, um, to kind of, uh, kind of achieve both of those, those two goals that we have when we're creating content to convey the, the client's message and to create, um, compelling content. Um, and, um, you know, again, like lots of, they, they've been in the business for many years. Um, and also, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, targeting, we have uh, a great team of media strategists that are able to make sure that the story reaches the people that, um, that our clients want to reach and uh, post media network. We've got, um, you know, we have a huge readership across the country. Um, and, um, and the data that we have, you know, we're really able to, to target the clients that the, the potential readers that, uh, the clients want to reach. So, um, that's one of the really big advantages of, of working with post media, um, is that ability to, to target on a very, very granular level, um, not just where people live, but their household income and, um, you know, their preferences and their likes and their dislikes and things like that as well. Um, and then, uh, I guess, you know, we've just been, we've, we've been at this for a long time and, and, um, and, and we are essentially, uh, it, we are a daily newspaper, so we're pretty good at turning around content really quickly. And, um, and, you know, we have, we have all of that industry know-how and, um, where content works is basically a department that works completely separately from the newsroom. But, you know, we have kind of all the same strengths We're we're good at all the same things and, uh, we're doing the same thing, but just on a, um, uh, for commercial purposes rather than for, you know, editorial purposes. Is, um, is there any advice you'd give to someone that was just wanting to, uh, give it a try? Yeah. I mean, our, our sales process, um, you know, we can, you know, if, uh, if somebody, when somebody wants, is, is interested in, in what we do, um, you know, we can schedule a, we can schedule a meeting and we can talk about story ideas. We can talk about similar campaigns that we may have done in the past. Um, we can, we can give clients an idea of what the content will look like and what the types of stories we can do. Um, it's, uh, so, you know, and, and obviously like when, um, when you sit down with us and we, we talk about your goals and, and what you want to convey, um, you know, we're, we're pretty good at figuring out what the best way is to do that and, and what tools to use, whether it's photos or videos or graphics or, or other things, um, or just, you know, just great articles. Um, and then plus, um, you know, we can talk about when to run them and which, in which, uh, newspapers to run them, which publications, um, you know, we can definitely provide all that kind of advice and, um, and also just, you know, provide an introduction to the value of content marketing and, um, and how important that is for, 
for any company's marketing goal these days, um, you know, including content marketing in your, in your overall advertising and marketing budget is, um, is really important. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be um, the weirdo and, and, uh, and want to pursue or find this stuff. Is there, is there any place I can go to, to look for examples or, or find, where would I find the native advertising if I was looking for it? It's, you actually can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's kind of interesting, but the way that we do this and, and I don't know whether our competitors do the same thing, but um, what we offer uh, to our clients when you purchase a, a native content package from us, it includes, um, it includes targeted impressions. Um, both on social media and on the post media network. And so that means that you are paying for us, you're, you're paying only for us to target the exact people that you want us to target. Um, so the flip side of that is that there isn't any way to organically find the content unless um, if you knew sort of, if you knew a specific story, then you could go to the search bar on Vancouver sun or on star Phoenix and you could, you could find it that way, but there is no repository of content where we have all of our, our sponsored stories there. Um, because essentially our model is, um, that you don't, you're not paying for organic reach. Organic reach would, you know, you would, you would be reaching, you might be reaching more people, but you wouldn't be reaching the right people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's because it's targeted like that, it isn't, possible to find. <laughs> I mean, you can pick it up. You can, you could pick up the newspaper. You could pick up the Vancouver sun. I'm not sure if any of your listeners are in Vancouver, but, uh, um, there's, there's content in there. Um, several times a week, you'd be able to, to find it that way. But, uh, in terms of being able to find it online, unless you knew what you were looking for, um, it would be difficult to find. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Matt, uh, any other final thoughts? Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, anything else people should know about content works? Um, I, don't, I don't think so. I guess um, just, you know, um, we're always happy to have conversations with, with clients about, uh, about content and uh, about, you know, the best approach. Um, you know, I guess we're always looking to, to talk about how, you know, sponsored content, what sponsored content can do for, for your business or, um, you know, for your marketing goals. And, uh, so, you know, just, uh, please reach out to us and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. All right. Well, thanks again, Matt. Thank you.
Somebody wants me to be